y'all. This is episode 27 of Blunt Talk with me, Taylor Hart, from Respect My Region. And today I'm excited to have Relby Free in the building with me. Hey, hey, hey. Um, and I got a special blunt of the week rolled up for us this week. It is my recipe for a PB&J blunt that I got going here. Um, the peanut butter crunch that comes in uh, from Fire Bros to my shop. Uh, you can kind of see it without the glare on there, but um, the peanut butter crunch, super bomb. And then I got the cherry pie to go with it. My coworker was like cherry pie on a PB&J. And I was like, listen, if you ain't ever had cherry preserves and made a PB&J out of it, you're missing out. Cherry jam is fucking banging. Uh, but you could definitely use like a blueberry or some other like berry kind of strain um, that would be really good in here. Like a berry white with the peanut butter crunch would be incredible. Um, but uh, this combination that I have here has been one of my favorites. So it came back in stock at work and I said, yeah, this is what we're rolling. So that's what we're sparking up today. It tastes um, like food. What'd you bring with you, though? You have something else here. We got some wedding cake. Oh, classic. Yeah, yeah you know, classic wedding yeah. cake. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. I would say modern day classic. It's Between not... Blue Dream and wedding cake. Mm -hmm. you know, cake. Oh, it's yeah. Mm -hmm. I spent years smoking Blue Dream. Like, literal years. No, actually, where, yeah. where nothing else from the grower. It was all Blue Dream all day yeah. every sack and i could still smell it a mile away you can yeah you can you i can, can eyeball it i can day. smell it i can tell you if you're smoking on some fake blue dream like Ooh. i know that strain okay. in and out like there's no doubt about it this really tastes like a pb and j y'all shout out to the hemp wrap too yes you all hemp no tobacco no more i've been off that shit uh, any of y'all who knew me years ago knew that I was uh, getting dangerous with the tobacco, smoking black miles all black the time. And my, and <laughs> the black miles is what'll do it. <laughs> when you say I was getting dangerous with tobacco, people are like, what were you doing, smoking black miles? Like, yeah, unfortunately, so yes. Um, but done, donezo. Haven't had any tobacco in years except for when I smoked the blunt with Monbo. Um, not that long ago, because he'd be rolling up backwards. But, mm -hmm, um, but you know, uh, these hemp wraps do the same thing. And for anybody who's going to doubt me and tell me this is some sort of joint or some shit like that or knock me, I weighed these bitches out. They are three grams a piece. So don't even tell me nothing, because we're smoking damn near an eighth to the face right now. So eight to the face i like that eight to the face that's okay. how i do it that's how i do it fun talk usually i just roll up one eighth and i split it into two smaller ones so mm -hmm. that we can remain somewhat social uh, but for this one i was so stoked that i had to buy <laughs> both of these together and roll them up together because this is this is literally one of my favorite blunts ever so yeah. um what do you usually smoke on like what do you usually do you go like more like heady sativa more like body yeah. chill it depends on the time of day for real mm -hmm, you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i'm smoking during the day definitely something that's a little bit more active because i'll be on the move yep. i gotta go um i like okay. staying creative and okay. then once it's past like four o'clock then it's you know in the commode for real so i always <laughs> gotta i always gotta get a couple of strands with me yeah 100 mm -hmm. i'm right there with you it depends on my mood time of day all of that shit. yeah so, when we're going out though specific. i don't want to i don't want to have no i don't want to have nothing that's like making me too chill when i'm going out but i also don't want to be like in my head yeah you know i feel mm -hmm. that sometimes i'm in the crowd after smoking a blunt and i'm just like Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm like i shouldn't be around all these people right now yeah See, um, i remember when we was we bought an oz from the homie mm -hmm. 
we wasn't really asking like, oh, this sativa, this hybrid, you know, no, for them days. Does but this now play it's like, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's what fire? I was exactly. About. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a fire. That was the only thing. Yeah. But now, you know, we got dispensaries up and down the street, so. You can go anywhere. You can mm-hmm. literally be in a neighborhood that you're not usually in and still stop into the shop and pick up usually your favorite shit, too, because they usually yes. have the same shit. We was coming back from Chelan in the middle of goddamn Wenatchee. We was able to pick up some shit. That is very true. There's you know? some stuff out on the east side. Yeah, I think there were yeah. a few out there in Yakima and Wenatchee and stuff. So. Shout out to the east side. Yeah, for real, <laughs> though. I've spent plenty of time on the east side of the state, even though it's like desert and nothing really out there. But, uh, you know... If, there's something to love about that. Mm-hmm. Washington's got a little bit of everything out right. here. The 509 you know, so. is popping. Yeah, this yeah. shit going down in Yakima, Pasco. Yeah. 100%. All the way out <laughs> to Spokane. Spokane's like the furthest that you could go east in Washington, and there's still shit popping out there, you know? So, I don't know shit about Spokane. Oh, man. Shout out Django. <laughs> shout out Riker. Oh, shout out yeah. a bunch of those people. Uh, they're holding it down, really. Shout out Riker so much. She Let's... will be on this show eventually and be able to talk. And speak for it, um, but yeah, there's lots yeah, of there's Love lots it. of good people out in Spokane doing shit. So um, it's just they're all the way over on the other side of the state in Spokane doing shit. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of hard. So, but you know, that's what that's what hip hop is, though. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, wherever there's culture, wherever there's people, they're gonna make it up. It's a very you know, community-based kind of thing. So yeah. anywhere that there's community, there should be hip hop within it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's similar to Seattle. You know, yeah small city small market comparatively so you know so. shout out to spokane shout out to people in 509 yeah you know what i'm saying northeast yeah and the cuts will be making it work right mm-hmm. uh i talk about this a lot i was actually uh waffles uh was oh, over sure. here last night and we were talking about some of this shit and music and whatnot um but just talking about like the physical limitations of seattle as far as like how people can like communicate and talk with each other because like every pocket of the scene is like physically Mm -hmm. in a different kind of location that is blocked by different hills or blocked by different forest land or like even even just the pacific northwest in and of itself blocked by the cascades and then by the forest to the south of us and in in oregon and stuff so it's been uh it's been one of those things where it's just like kind of hard to even see anything going around Mm. around here you know unless you're out and about in those neighborhoods or like you know already talking to those people kind of a thing Mm -hmm. um you've been repping for the south then your whole life all my life all your life how do you feel like it's been hard to link up with other people in other areas like up north or even you know on obviously you said you didn't know much about spokane side so i guess it's really just like about your awareness for real Mm -hmm. you know and i was just talking to somebody about this the other day growing up you know going out to kent that was like a mob yeah (laughs) oh shit we're going to kent we're going to des moines it was like even just 10 years ago that felt like i was far away right you know um, yeah. But now it's like, bro, Tacoma, it's an hour away right. or less. That ain't that far, you no. know? And I guess it's a mindset shift um, yeah. that in the last like three to five years, for real, like just kind of clicked for me, you know? For real, yeah. Having a whip, being able to get around to it. So now nah, I don't think that like, I don't think it got to be as, feeling like we're as far apart as we are, you know? Especially um, with the internet bringing things closer together too. Yeah, you can send somebody a, a song with the open verse yeah and you drop the verse and you know that's and that's how uh that's how a lot of people do it yeah in one way but there's there's a lot of different ways and even during the pandemic like the virtual shit yeah popping off i had a couple virtual sessions they were you know he was able to work it out but 
I feel like there's a couple of different ways. Yeah. Um, I've been able to tap in with people from Tacoma, different parts of Seattle, Renton, shout out to Renton. Yeah. Um, different parts of the town, you know what I'm saying? From the city to the West mm -hmm. side. Uh, Cause for real, like Seattle is a music city. 100%, always has been. Just... Oh, for real, yeah. <coughs> mm -hmm. Always has been. And I mean, you can take that all the way back before colonization you know there's a lot a lot a lot of indigenous tribes that are in washington and i'm i'm very thankful that growing up i had a lot of teachers that really cared about teaching that history and oh, whatnot. Shit. yeah and oh so wow i didn't have that i got exposed That's to a lot of it i was also i was in uh like some advanced classes and had like some different eccentric kind of teachers and yeah. shit and i'm very grateful for a lot of that um, because yeah, not a lot of people did get a lot of that history or yeah. even taught that kind of stuff. And yeah. So I'm very thankful that I got I got to be exposed to that from a young age. Yeah. And not only that, but my dad's been a musician my whole life, so I've just been kind of in the Seattle music scene my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just kind of got a got to experience it all in different genres too, which is really cool. But like even yeah. nowadays, like I watch a lot of like this morning I was watching a documentary called Rumble mm. on Netflix and it's all about like um, indigenous people and their music and their effect on uh, on music because yeah. it's been all washed away kind of a thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of Seattle's musical history is kind of similar where it's mm. it hasn't it, it's there for people to find but I don't think people really understand like mm. how much history is. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I think of people how? like Jimmy and shit but they overlook mm -hmm. people like Quincy or Ray Charles and shit who are you know, still here. Back to the blues in the twenties right. and thirties, you know, the yeah. whole CD was a hotbed for mm -hmm. jazz. You know, uh, all the all the famous musicians of that time came up through Seattle. Yeah. You know? And the thing is, too, you think about Seattle as a city, it's low key a, a young ass city. Yeah. You know, like compared to the rest of the country, for real, Tacoma's older than Seattle. Right. You know, um, and so I feel like we're even still trying to build shit out. Totally. With a longevity that Chicago got. Right. Or a, a LA or a New Orleans, you know. Yeah. City just don't got the the, the time yet for real, but it's being uh -huh. put together. Yeah. Uh, and we gotta tell the stories. Slowly but surely, it's happening, and I definitely feel a lot of that, especially right now coming out of the pandemic, coming out of a time where we were all isolated. I feel like people now more so than ever are really embracing mm -hmm. each other, embracing community, and like wanting to, mm -hmm. you know, speak on it and showcase it yeah. and shit. So um, it's a really exciting time right now. Quite honestly, I'm I'm stoked to be. Mm -hmm where we're at right now yeah. with everything they just sheer amount of talent coming mm -hmm. out of here too is pretty freaking dope yeah so. and it was bubbling before yeah the pandemic but and even even going back years just mm -hmm. just people just don't kind of say what stuff like i see the blue scholars over there that's what's up oh yeah and like even during that time there was like probably like 10 times more people mm -hmm. actually making the culture of the whole spot than right. who was being acknowledged for doing it right and i feel like that's happening now but at the same time a lot more people are also actually getting acknowledged for it and acknowledging each other. And that's right. what the community you're saying that's happening. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I hear motherfuckers saying that Seattle don't be linking up with each other and shit, but I don't know. I disagree with that. I, at least my whole life, I've seen that, Yeah. you know, there's ways that happens for real, but it's not like, I don't think that's the only thing going on. Right. And I, see it, I think know. that's the misperception that people have about it out here. And I just saw something else to post it. I don't even remember what it was. I was just going through my feed hella randomly, which can be super toxic and negative if <laughs> you keep going down that road. But um, I saw something where somebody, I think it was some Facebook post in like a 
in like a group or something like a Northwest hip hop group or some shit, but they were like bitching and complaining about how their music showcase or whatever isn't getting any love or isn't getting any this or any of that. And I was like, and I was just like looking at some of the people on the bill and like some of the things that they were promoting. And then I started looking at their profile and I was like, well, Mm. how engaged are you with the community kind of a thing? And I'm like, you ain't talking to nobody or doing nothing. And like, yeah. I'm like, I, I, I'm pretty savvy with the scene. I know a lot of people yeah. and I know a lot of different groups and shit. And mm-hmm. to see none of those people even on your page or yeah. that you're friends with any of them. And I was like, well, there's a reason why why you're getting overlooked is because yeah. you're not engaging with nobody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you can put your flyer out there. You can book the show all you want. But if you're not going to engage with the community, like you're not going to get that feedback not that you get, want. You know no. what I mean? And it got to be real for real. Yeah. Because even, even then they'll try to, they'll try to reach out. Mm-hmm. But if it's, if it's not organic for real, then it's like it's not gonna hit. And yeah, force the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody, it's about longevity too and sustainability. Yeah. And that's what I feel like you gotta only time can tell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Only time can tell if you're gonna sustain. Because sure. five years gotta go by to see if you last five years, to see right. if you know, do 10 years. And yeah, I feel like the energy's here, you know, people have been 100%. doing that. And 100%. it's inspiring for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been at it for a while now, but I feel like even this past year, uh, like even from my perspective, you've really come up into my viewpoint in just like the past year or two, year or, two or so. I remember uh, Waffles actually brought me in to the uh, show at the Clockout Lounge not that long ago. Bet, and yeah, that was the first summer. time that I'd seen you perform live. Mm-hmm. Like I had heard your name, I'd seen you around, but like that was literally the first time. Yeah. And I've tried to see you perform multiple times and like either I didn't make it out, like the Saw Rock show, oh, yeah, I had tickets, couldn't shows. make it out because of uh, something that came up that day. And then I was pissed that the J Electronica show got canceled. I was like, God damn it. Man, yeah. <laughs> So one of these days, thank you, <laughs> Capitol Hill Block Party, oh, yeah, because I will be there mm-hmm, um, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. You will be performing at Block Party. So yeah, I'm yeah. super fucking excited for that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Shout out to Moni, Claudine, Dave. You There's know what I'm saying? Liv. Yeah. Ariana. Yeah, it's a bunch of folks. You know, ton of people and folks from the city too. That's up in there today. Ton this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you getting prepped for it? Are you excited for that set? Oh yeah, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be nice, and we got the band coming. Uh, we're gonna do some new shit. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna yeah. pop it. It's gonna um, be a good vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm it's interesting. I never, I never been at that kind of spot. Capitol Hill Block Party. Do you know life. what stage you're performing on? Yeah, I'm be at uh, Barbosa. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I like Barbosa. Barbosa's got that intimate kind of vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. And we did a joint at Barbosa. Um, me and Talea. Yeah. Shout out to Talea. Uh, I missed that one too. Mm-hmm. I think I was working that day. So. <laughs> That clock out show though, that was hella fun. Shout out Isam. You know what I'm saying? Desert Flower. Yeah. Tony Banks. Yeah. Uh, She just sent me uh, her new single that she just dropped too, which Mm -hmm. was super banging. Oh, bet. Yeah. Uh, Super excited about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the other things I just saw you do recently as well was the KXP live stream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super dope. Mm -hmm. I always love seeing the people who do the live streams and shit because I feel like. Um, even though I've seen people perform many times or listen to their music a lot of the times, there's just something about that KEXP studio that brings it to another level. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The environment, yeah. something about it. Um, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, uh, that was on my list low key because uh, Gabriel, shout out Gabriel Teodros, that's big bro. Yeah. Um, he really like, you know, it's opened the door, not just for me, but for a hell of people, you know what I'm saying, from yes. the time to get up in there. And shout out Larry Mizell as well. Yeah. Uh, like um, 
but uh yeah that was a fun experience you know yeah. uh the bams came through vibed out it was right around the time we dropped so what three yes Phase bang three. in as well we'll get, get to that, that in just a couple of minutes here um and yeah yeah it was also just smooth too you know yeah yeah, yeah it was a fun to experience that's amazing mm -hmm. uh yeah like i said i always love watching those ones that one was a fun one to see and uh i believe tulea was on backup for you as well yeah we did a song that's not out yeah. yet find the light it's gonna come okay um but yeah t came up there uh, shout out Don Gray, who was, you know, getting a little flicks behind Amazing. the scene, too. Yes. Um, and the whole band, for real. Yeah. I got Noah. Yeah. Mm. Noah, man. Mm -hmm. Let's talk Noah really quick. Point flipper. Uh, you and Noah together produce, uh, and I'm going to be bringing this up just because Waffles and I, were, we stayed up until like 4 o'clock in the morning last night talking about a bunch of different shit. Um, and that was one of the things I told him that you were coming over for the interview today. And he was like, man, and we were just talking about the music that you and Noah put out together. Like mm. your guys' energies together just work so well. Yeah. And I cannot wait to sit down and talk with him and pick his brain about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because just the shit is... it. it I have probably like six songs off of So What 3 on my Money Mix right now. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. updated my playlist and there's a buff ton. Yeah, Tease <laughs> Money Mix on Spotify, title. You can check it out. There's like six of his songs. Shout out Title. His, his, uh, yeah, shout out Title. I'm a big fan of Title, but Spotify's algorithm is like, unfortunately, uh, amazing. So <laughs> it shows me a lot of good new music. Um, so it's the devil, but I got to keep it around. So. <laughs> Um, but go to Tidal and listen to it because it's on Tidal as well. And so you can hear everything on there. Um, and I, I fuck with Tidal better. It sounds better too. Spotify sounds like shit. Tidal sounds great. Um, you heard it here. <laughs> Point flip. Noah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. I, I, it's down. Yeah. 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 How did this collab come together? Uh, shout out to Mead Street. Mm -hmm. Worker for real. Um, all the homies that build it up, all the homies from Broke Speakers. Um, yeah, and, and 2019, yeah. you know what I'm saying? There's a community of folks coming together, Harvest House yeah. squad and just artists coming through. Um, turned to Broke Speakers, which is a, a, a improv, it's live, it's real, um, cool. jam session. Yeah. Going on for the last few years now, for real. Y'all can listen to that on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to podcasts right. and shit, you can people up over 50 episodes yeah. um and yeah that community just built up and noah's part of that community I'll, we met up yeah. in uh 2019 right after i dropped a project called energy mm -hmm. um which was mixed by the worker too there Tight. that was the first project i recorded at new street for real cool. um and then after that just hit the gas yeah yeah it ain't stopped since uh yeah yeah Ain't stopped since, for real. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so real, I, though. I said like five projects or I was going to say a lot of different product, uh, project products. Um, I guess you can call them products, too. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I've been digging through a lot of them. Uh, but So What Phase 3 was just uh, such a cool, eclectic mix of different sounds and approaches to things. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just... it goes this way and then this way and then that way um and so i i've just i've been really just rocking with it it's been on the top of my list what's your favorite joint well what's coming oh up? god um well okay so i have we on on my oh, playlist Noby. wild Went i just saw him the other crazy day crazy <laughs> on that one holy shit. i literally just ran into him the other day yeah <laughs> 
another one around the town that mm-hmm. is uh, very much so just like an incredible human being. Go um, listen to we. And he is helping foster the youth into becoming the next best generation for us. So um, big, big shout out to Novi. He'll be on here eventually too. I'll book that interview coming up. Coming up. Whenever I get a chance to uh, book it. I got a long list of people waiting to come on this show. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, Dirty's really good as well. Runner's High is fantastic. Um, great. Um, uh, triple zero special. EJ coin flip. Uh, Hold up, we gotta pause on that one. For yeah, let's because, elaborate. Uh, triple O special. Yeah. Shout out EJ coin flip, mm-hmm. stitch, embroiders. Beautiful. All the stuff that just came out, the late to bloom shirts. Yeah. The one on one so what hats. Um, shout out to EJ as an artist generally, uh, and the coin flip fam is based out of Alabama for real. Yeah. So, like, knowing them from Alabama, <laughs> I know it's been up here. You know, rocking with us, yeah. expanding the expanding the brand for real and the connection. Uh, so that pop up yesterday was like on point. Um, he does a bunch of shit. So yeah. yeah, fuck with me if y'all fucking with the gear. Come get some. Uh, for real, mm-hmm. yeah. You were just doing a, a pop up what yesterday? Uh, with a bunch of your stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cool. Shout out to Owl Four. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Other homies from the town. Super doing dope. big things. Yeah, mm-hmm. just cute little uh, community events. But uh, <laughs> really, I mean, help. Put money in artist pockets, vendor pockets. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. People's so pockets and, and spread the word. That's it's it's what I'm. I keep telling people that's what you need to do. You know what I mean. Yeah. Get in touch with your community. Do things with them, and then spread the love and make mm. cool shit like one off fucking. You know, mm. it, it's much cooler to have that type of shit to me than go to like mm. a fucking mall and buy a bunch of clothes. You mm. know what I mean. Yeah. Even if they're like you know, hype brands or whatever is yeah. trendy, you know what I mean? That's not the cool shit to me. Yeah. Like I'd much rather have my closet full of local Paradise Avenue South yeah, shop, fucking you know gear, shop, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, go support and, y'all. Yeah, yeah. And that shit's just the better way for real. Um but also we've been doing this shit for a minute, mm-hmm. you know? Uh it's kinda like throwing I'd be throwing my own shows, throw our own shows. We put yeah. shit together. Shout out Harvest House. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, other folks that's like and that's what I'm saying. It's culture in Seattle. Totally. Making it up. Yeah. Um, and that's how it's been. You got something, you make bracelets and shit. Right. Okay, come through and sell them shits, you know? Exchange, economy. We got to have a different way of doing that. And that's yeah. how you build it up. And I feel like that's what we're bearing the fruit of. Anything that's... For sure. Yeah, we can, we can go into that. But, you know, okay. anything that's popping will probably be fruit. Yeah. Or that kind of energy for real. You know? 100%, yeah. And you're also involved in, like, a lot of... Um, not just like cool community events with like arts and stuff, but also just like really raising your voice and speaking out against a lot of the shit. I know that you were um, did the the pay the fee song and were part of that um, rally as well. Um, how has that? Uh, you kind of giggled there. Um, <laughs> I want to hear. No, Mm -hmm. I want to hear your perspective. I want to hear this because you've been out here. You've been living this your whole life and shit. Mm -hmm. And then in recent years, you know, we've seen a lot of shit or like a lot of somewhat performative shit as well and whatnot. And so that's why I, you know, I wanted to bring it up and ask Mm -hmm. you about that. This is blunt talk, you know. Um, But Mm -hmm. but yeah, I want to hear from your perspective. So I'll tell I'll tell it to you like this. Yeah. Um, PTFD. That drop around my birthday, which is coming up and shit. Ah, yeah, it's about to be two years. Two years since PTFD. Uh-huh. Uh, and low key. Yeah, yeah, we made that shit in like one day. 
Um, but uh, I'm an organizer. That's what I come mm-hmm. from. Like natural, yeah. like bef- like before I'm real be free, right. you know, Jarrell that was, you know, yeah. in these spaces um, as well as being, uh, you know, just kind of involved in that community for real growing up. And uh, from Nona Youth Jail, Block the Bunker, Seattle People's Party, other things that were bubbling mm-hmm. before 2020, that energy is carrying into that year. Um, and that album kind of came from in a split second, seeing, you know, kind of a blossom of like a weird kind of energy that I ain't never seen before. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, but but it was popping up all over the country. So it wasn't on some like minor shit that was really right. happening, you know, yeah. uh, talking about, uh, you know, the government hiring people and putting them in the in the in the rallies and shit like that's on god that was really happening you know what i'm saying like i'm not making that shit up (laughs) right Uh, like in the news we even say that shit was real so that type of shit happening and that's always that's always been a thing in in community organizing especially black organizing um but yeah seeing that shit up front in my own eyes you know what i'm saying was inspiring so i had to make some songs about these motherfuckers you know (laughs) um but also um just just coming from it and it being just like real me telling my true story, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like all those was like freestyles too, you know? We laid and made most of those in like one day. That's amazing. Um, and just like coming from off the top, yeah. from my heart yeah. about what I'm seeing and shit. Um, and it turned into pay to fee, yeah. you know? Um, shout out to White King, shout out to organizers like Africa Town and uh, Creative Justice, you know, our back, there's, there's so many things. I can name a lot, wall block, you know, I'll probably right. miss a lot, but it's yeah. like, um, it's, it's just a part of who I am for real. You know, that's just part of my story and like where I be at. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what's so important, though, and and what a lot of people get caught up in with all, like I was saying, like with trendy social media shit or whatever the latest thing is, or, fake. you know, it, yes, 100%. <laughs> and when you're authentic to yourself and what you do, I just feel like that is just so much more. I, we can say it till we're blue in the face. It's just the way to be. It's so much better. And, and that's why, you know, I I reach out to people like you and I holler at people like you because, like, it's, it's what resonates with me more so. And that's how your music can, like, emotionally impact people and make people's lives better. You know yeah. what I mean? And art in general. It's not just even just music. But yeah. for me, I have such a, like, a connection to music. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I said, I grew up in, in the community out here. I was just in the metal community when I was a kid and the punk rock community. And that transitioned more mm-hmm. into the hip-hop community when I got older. Yeah. I've always been around hip-hop and shit. But my dad, uh, super into metal. Yeah. But the metal community gets a lot of flack, too, mm. just like hip-hop. And mm. it's crazy to see there's a lot of differences, but there's some similarities mm. in it. Because people look at metal and think that they're just these aggressive crazy people that are living like a rebellious lifestyle when all actuality they're like the most family oriented mm. like the nicest sweetest people like my brothers and i are different right yeah, exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. and they wear all black or like leather and chains and like spikes or whatever the fuck you know t- covered in tattoos yeah, but yeah. like at the end of the day like they're at the barbecue running around with their kids and like yeah. you know throwing water balloons and shit you know like wholesome ass shit yeah. i mean the sounds is coming from somewhere you know that's, right, and that's the thing about music; it's an expression of mm-hmm. of, a, of a of a given culture and of, of a given given scene. You know, it yeah. might be a skateboard community, it might be the Hooper community, it might be right. you know what I'm saying what makes the metal community for real. Right. Yeah, yeah, and and Seattle scenes have always hated on that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So whether it's a uh, hip hop or if it's like uh, reggae, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Afro beats, uh, even going back to you know what I'm saying like the 
the 90s in the hip-hop scene yeah. like they was really putting ordinances out to yeah hip-hop from playing in places fuck and, the teen yeah. dance ordinance yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Like, and, and that should apply to other genres as well that was 100%. you know what i'm saying um so yeah and it's always gonna be like that for real that's that's gonna happen until it gets accepted and that's what we're kind of seeing in a yeah. new way but it's always like that token shit like oh we're gonna have like one or two you know what i'm saying and then yeah. motherfuckers buying that shit and then be you know holding that space and uh that kind of fucks up the algorithm i guess not algorithm formula yeah but yeah it's a it's a damn shame a lot of that so but that's why i like to stick to the underground because i like to avoid a lot of those politics and a lot of those stupid shit if you make good music and you can vibe with me especially live music that's my heart and soul right there i like Mm -hmm. being in the crowd in front of somebody performing that shit in the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy's being transferred between the two. Seeing, I'm not usually the person that's like fucking yelling and screaming and about to faint watching. Uh, well, it depends. <laughs> I say that, but Taylor, if anybody has seen me in the crowd, I have <laughs> cried in the crowd. I have been like going bonkers, like screaming. I, that's true, but I'm not like. <laughs> I guess not like like the celebrity like yeah, yeah, Michael yeah, Jackson yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god I'm gonna faint like that not Don't that faint. like type of obsessive compulsive yeah. kind of <laughs> feeling but but you were supposed to exactly mm-hmm. and like I I do like I can feel um uh I think the best example of this was the Rain City Relief show that was at Nemo's mm. last oh that had to have been in November or so. Um, unfortunately, these skis had passed away that weekend, um, and uh, and it was a uh, rest in peace, these skis man. Um, it was a heavy weekend because it was so all of a sudden, and Ariana DeBu was performing that day, um, and I, I could tell that she was struggling on stage to keep it together, but she was singing so beautifully, and but you can feel the emotion, and I literally cried for her entire set while I was in the crowd and it was one of those just like such a, a a cathartic moment to be in the crowd with so many people who I knew a lot of those people knew him as well um and and just to be around that kind of energy that was a moment that I still think about to this day because that was a moment where like like this is what live fucking music is all about you What's know about? And I had a moment with that uh, Porter Ray at Chop Suey. Um, uh, I think that was Eye of the Beholder or uh, When Words Dance release. I want to say it was Eye of the Beholder, but that one was another one that was super heavy. Mm. Um, That was a heavy experience to be at. Um, And at one point, you know, he was struggling to get through one of the songs um, because somebody in his life had passed away previously too that that past week or, Mm. or so. Um, and the entire crowd was chanting back his hook to him, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. it was just one of those moments where you could see he was like, you know, you could mm-hmm. see it hit him. And it yeah. was just one of those where like your body starts to tingle and you're mm-hmm. like this, this energy, this experience and everything. It's like, I, that's why I, I eat, sleep, breathe this shit because it yeah. is so, um, it can be such a like revelation on your life some of yeah, these it's moments. Oh, it's important. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's no other feeling like it. Mm-hmm. Um and there and there's a it's like electric for real. I remember the first time I ever like for real like been on the stage. It wasn't even for my performance. It was me shit going on stage. Yeah. Uh 2009 Jay-Z tour. Uh NERD. Mhm. Okay. And uh, early Jay Cole and Wale 
open for the ERV. Um, but I was what like probably seven, 17 or something. Mm-hmm. But I had the chance to end up on stage with NARD, just like dancing and jealous. I was just like excited and shit. I was on, yeah. on edge. And uh, I just remember seeing the crowd, you know, Key Arena feel packed. You know right. what I'm saying? What was that? 17, 20,000. And I just remember that energy. You know, I wasn't even, it wasn't, I wasn't performing. I you wasn't, just there. I was just there. I just yeah. felt the energy. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Life changing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That sheer amount of people focused on you and your band or whoever else is on stage. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, that's just mm-hmm. that kind of uh, attention and, and call because of your, your mm-hmm. words that you wrote mm-hmm. and these feelings that you felt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's wow. some shit. Uh, let, me, let me flip it, though. Let me flip it, though. So then the other side, like an open mic. Mm-hmm. You happen to the energy to step up onto a stage yeah. and and spit and share something that's a part of you. Like that's yeah. why I like that was some of the things I came from. Is mm-hmm. just like hosting open mics. That's how I got tapped in. Yeah, so. You know what I'm saying? Early on, no, you good. Um, in the in the music and the hip hop and the cipher and the rap community. Yeah, was through open mics. You know, when I right. was in my uh, late teens, early twenties. Um, but yeah, that that energy to step up on an open mic. You know. Yeah. Whether you consider yourself an artist or not yeah that's just electric just as well and i feel like that goes hand in hand with yeah. the music for real mm-hmm. i feel like i've talked about this recently with some people um it's kind of the same thing an open mic or like a, a cypher or something like that is the same feeling as um a stand-up and doing and trying I'm to do open saying. mic stand-up mm-hmm. in in a way that um it can break down your ego and relinquish it because you can, sometimes you bomb and the <laughs> crowd just don't want to fuck with you, you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes they might even heckle you or some shit like that. You know what I mean? You but like it. other times that feeling of knowing that you crushed it in front of a room full of strangers kind of a thing, like, you know, it can have this weird, um, profound, effect on you depending yeah. on how the crowd reaction is so in order to do mm-hmm. like be confident and kill it yeah. in those moments mm-hmm. like that takes a lot in, yeah. in, in somebody and it's admirable mm-hmm. to do so so um, yeah i've been practicing my stand-up i want to get into it hella bad but yeah. it's that anticipation going onto the stage of just like how is it how are people going to react you know yeah um and i'm not a go on stage person i'm a consumer in the audience type person but right you know, everybody got to play a role so exactly you know, yeah but i'd like to make an attempt at it mm-hmm. because and i have just such a like appreciation for the art for it yeah, so yeah. i, mm-hmm. I want to try it at some point you know mm-hmm. so yeah it's so you just a, gotta hop up there i'm trying to mm-hmm. i got some bars in the cut too i could i could hit a hit a cypher mm-hmm. or so, but you know, one day somebody will get that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Somebody will get that on, on camera one day, <laughs> Taylor Smith and bars and, and the world's going to go crazy. Okay. I let's keep telling myself I'm that, ready for it. you know, <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling myself that. Um, but when you're writing bars and you're making music and shit, um, what's your like approach? What do you like when you were talking about um, um, some of the pay the fee shit? You were saying that you could, did that like super organically, like in a day, kind of mm-hmm. thing, writing some of those songs. Yeah. Um, and so, is it always that kind of organic, or have you taken your time on some mm-hmm. things and like spent time developing something over the course of years or so, months, years, whatever? It's always organic for real. It's just gonna be what it is, but it's always variety too, though. Mm-hmm. You know, because totally. we artists, you know. Yeah. We always got different paces and approaches. And so, um, you know, 
there was a season where I was like, I'm not writing, you know what I'm saying? And it just wasn't, it was just a decision and it was also natural. Yeah. And that's created like some dope shit, you know, totally. exciting shit. But also I'm a writer, I'm a poet, mm -hmm. you know? So I love to write. I'm not going to not write, you know what I'm saying? And some that's created some amazing things. And so um, I just really go with my creative energy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Flow it out. Um, and, and that approach for me has felt good. Um, and it's bears good fruit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so like I'm like, hey, I'm gonna too. keep trusting. It for real. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna keep trusting that. Um, yeah. I'm challenging myself, you know, for real. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's all about like really feeling the energy. Like even just the other day, you know, I was at I was at my mom's house, and I was up early, and I thought of a bar, and I was like, sunrise on my mama's porch, and I was like, oh, that's a bar. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going, you know, like I I just wrote it. I leaned into the vibe, yeah. wrote a little something, you know. Um, and that's probably going to be a song at some point, you know? Right. Um, so just, just leaning into whatever yeah. energy is present for us. So are you like a notepad, pen and paper, or are you like got a tally in your phone or so of like a notepad of like different bars that you think of randomly or something like that? I have <coughs> like dozens of notebooks, mm -hmm. different sizes and shit. And I also just like do other shit inside of that too. Yeah. Um, I got shit in my phone. I got shit in my head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's literally like it's just a mirror. Yeah. I guess it's everything, you know. Because let let 365 days go by. Right. I'm gonna try a bunch of different shit, and I'm always trying to try some shit that I've never yeah. tried before. That's you know, so cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll so yeah, I, I love writing shit out. Yeah. Um, also love, you know, what I'm saying just lead into whatever's happening. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I have to assume that goes for uh the instrumentals and the beats behind it as well you like a nice little <laughs> spice of variety um but there are there certain like sounds that you tend to gravitate towards or like certain kind of just vibes mm. or feelings that you go for yeah and that's a that's a me and noah question for real mm -hmm. um so i'd love to do that someday i'd love to sit you know down with the two of you yeah. i know i need the noah interview mm. i've already talked to him we're gonna make it happen but, yeah yeah come to me soon but um but together, yeah, yeah um it, de it depends so like for PTFD, there was an energy. There was mm -hmm. just like an energy agreement like this, you know? Yeah. Um, and some of those we made, so like pay the fee we made, like right on the spot. We just like right. made that shit, you know? Um, and then uh, flashback we actually made earlier, which was another one we just like made. Yeah. Um, and then uh, for Soledad, we like intentionally went in. There was, I was uh, on the organizing tip, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to free all my homies that's locked up and shit, the little ones, the OGs and all that, all the ladies. Everybody for real that's locked up for you. Yeah. But um Soledad came out of that energy for real. Yeah. Um and so there was a there was a whenever there's a locked in energy, we just you know go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll share some shit, he'll share some shit. Um I like to use a lot of sound bites. Yeah. You know, some of the shit that I've used before is from just like events I've been at and not just be like on the plot to record, you know. Um, and that just turns out to be inspiration for me. Right. Know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's rad though. Uh, I, I mean, like I said, the organic approach and just going with the authenticity of who you are and what like really speaks to you, I feel like is so important. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And running with the energy when it's there is also something that I've really learned to lean into because that's where the best shit comes from, you yeah. know? And it's crazy um, to me too, because sometimes things will strike in, in the worst of times, but it'll also be the best of times. Um, yeah. You know, like for example, uh, it, 
Josh left at like four o'clock this morning. Um, and I was up until like six 30 mm. working on some other shit because I was mm. just like, after our conversations and after we were talking, I was just like juiced and amped, you know yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean? Energized. And then it's just yeah. like, let's go. And so I was still up for like a couple of hours or so, yeah. um, you know, and then it just happens in those moments. So leaning into it is something that I've really learned in the past, especially in the past few years since the pandemic, I've, I've, my creativity and like my productivity and like how I get shit done has, has really changed. And, and for the better, I've been able to really like rein it in. And now I feel like I'm, I'm in making some of my best decisions and like Mm. my best creative decisions and shit too. And doing some of the best shit or like even getting like, from my perspective as an interviewer, I've been getting some of the best interviews that I've done because I just like have that focus in that direction. So kind of cool to see um the artist producer relationship develop yeah, yeah. over years and stuff i was talking to um uh tope about this mm. i don't know if you're familiar with tope he's mm. a producer um, born in uh or in the portland area moved to the bay um to the bay but portland. he's been working with this cat la russell um and they've oh, yeah, together many projects together now um and i was talking to him about that like artist uh, producer relationship and yeah. shit too and it's just like so cool uh, to see them develop because they really influence each other and shit mm-hmm. like that too. So yeah. leaning into those moments with those relationships is also super important. I feel like, cause timing of relationships, um, it, they all have in, at least in my life and my perspective, they all have a meaning. They all have a purpose. You know what I mean? When you meet somebody at a certain time, it it's supposed to be for something, you know yeah. what I mean? And sometimes you have to figure that out over the course of getting to know them or whatever the fuck. But, um, <laughs> Sometimes you know it from the beginning, like you just link up and you just kind and of it just happens, right? And it's just like this beautiful, you know. And sometimes thing. it don't happen with the sparkly fireworks right. like that, you know. And and it just happens. You start seeing them more frequently, and you start mm-hmm. crossing paths. Um, yeah. With with Noah, the first day we, the first session we uh, linked up, we made uh, two songs that are on. So what? The first mm-hmm. so what? Good for me, and matter. Yeah. Which are like two like really songs from like you know like i feel like we'll stand the test of time right um like in my career for real you know yeah all the levels that's gonna happen like i feel like those two songs like i'm always want to come back to those yeah um, and that was from the first session you know right um and that don't always happen you know yeah. and and that's okay though because that's what it means to be an artist is you you try a bunch of different things yeah you know what i'm saying and whatever works for you you continue to flow with and then maybe you do come back to something that you know maybe didn't work before yeah um but it's like all right to experiment and i feel like that's like really what leaning into the flow is it's like it's been all right to be you know like i might yeah. say some shit that that come off wrong i might say some shit right. that don't make sense you know or it may not hit but yeah. shit, goddamn i'm gonna do it i'm gonna keep shooting though. <laughs> the humility behind it all you know what i mean yeah, and yeah. being able to recognize well like that was fucking yeah. punk ass shit but yeah. moving on you know what i yeah, mean because I'm, I'm a hooper i still hoop mm-hmm. i still play you know what i'm saying like you gotta go on to the next play mm-hmm. if you shot an air ball you missed yeah. You know what I'm saying? I bet you the next one going in, I'm going to keep shooting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But you're never going to get better if you don't keep shooting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you just got to keep doing it. Yeah. One foot in front of the other. You can't tell you shit. I literally have to tell myself that all the time. Look at myself in the mirror and just be like, just just do, 
literally just do it. Mm -hmm. Like I spend, sometimes I spend all day thinking about all the things that I have to do. And I'm like, man, it's just, it's so many things. It's this, it's this, it's this, it's this. And then I just like get anxious and then I just don't do it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I'm like, that's silly Taylor. When you could have looked at the first thing on your list and mm -hmm. been like, okay, I need to do this. And then you just do the next thing, foot in front of the other in front of the other and just mm -hmm. keep fucking moving that's real that's, shit but that's that's, that's me that's me too though you know yeah. like we can get in our head yeah and then be thinking about some shit and you can think yourself into not doing it 100 you know and and i think that you know most of us are susceptible to that yeah um and so it's work totally it's work that makes your work i hate to break know? it to y'all but <laughs> life is work Shit. I'm sorry. If you're just floating <laughs> through life, like good for you, but fuck you at the same time. Like, like people don't just get a float through life, you know, real shit happens and you gotta overcome it. And that's where strength that's and personality yeah. comes in is dealing with that shit. And so you know what? That's why being an artist is so fucking dope because you have a, a way to express these things. Yeah. And I feel bad for people who don't delve into some discipline of mm. art you know what i mean even at the it's hobby level you do not have to yeah. chase art as a career yeah stop pursuing rap as but a see, career see, if you're not about mm, about it you it's know it's not even just it's not even just rap though you know yeah. like everything Paint. artistically is yeah. you know what i'm saying commercialized to a point where it's right. like oh i'm good at this particular thing mm -hmm. i can monetize it and right. and that's a fucked up of like little influence yeah. on what it means to do art, right. you know, and everybody got to contend with it. Yeah. Like everybody, if you, you know, um, right. because, you know, with practice, you develop skill. Yeah. So if you're, if you got a hobby or you got a, you know what I'm saying? If it's painting, if it's rapping, yeah. if it's making beats, you know what I'm saying? If it's designing, yeah. like you do that shit enough, you don't get better at it. Right. And if you're getting better, you're probably going to think you can keep getting better. Yes. But then out here, it's like, Add to that mix, ooh, your progression can line up with a dollar bill too. Mm -hmm. So if you keep getting better and better and better, then dollars can stack as well. Yeah. And that's that's the mentality. That's just what it is. That's what our our life is in America for real. Maybe uh, on the yes. road. Um yeah. and it just it influences the shit and it make it makes shit fuzzy. Yeah. It makes shit just kind of fuzzy. Consumerism you know? really fucked up a lot of that shit. And I also think that it makes it harder for people that don't even necessarily want to pursue it as a career or monetize it, but they just want to do it as a hobby. Yeah. They see all these people flooding their social feeds with like, oh, look at this amazing thing I made or like this amazing thing I made. And they're like, well, I don't have those skills, so mm -hmm. I shouldn't even bother doing this because I'm never going to be like that. You know what I mean? I feel like it breaks them down to have that mentality that just because they're not as good as them, like, yeah. they can't participate in it but in actuality like paint fucking stick figures or something yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. we, like, like, we got to be able to like right ignore that type of exactly. shit because we can't be letting the the what the social media is trying to like right. make motherfuckers think of themselves we gotta we gotta resist that shit people should just be able to express you know? themselves it, and do it is, yeah. without mm -hmm. people looking at it and being like oh how are you gonna make money off of that that's not very good you know what i mean like i, I mean, feel like that's pe yeah, exactly. people's reaction to it and people do that bad. to everybody people yeah. said say that to every artist we could think of mm -hmm. you know even the successful yeah. ones people probably still like yeah are going to do that so it's like it's wild overcoming that shit. it's crazy um, say so what yeah so what man phase <laughs> three mm. okay okay yeah you said we're going back to that you said we triple o special yeah 
runner. Oh five. yeah. Oh shit. Um, fuck. Uh, I know you fuck with Woods. You like uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that. You put ace in the wood. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Always. Yeah. Well, uh, CBD hemp wood. <laughs> that's what. That's what I need. I need my own blunt rap line. Okay, I need that. There I need go. that, and then I'm gonna need some of the artists around the town to start plugging them in their songs. And uh, yeah, I'll roll you a blunt, no problems, no questions asked. There's that that comes an with that. it. And, and your review was it a good blunt? Oh yeah, yeah. I felt like I was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Man, that's amazing. I hope you don't have any allergies because I would feel fucked up. well shit we're running out at the end of the hour uh it's been a lovely fucking chat yeah yeah, i was gonna i this is the first time that we've been able to sit down and really chop it Mm -hmm. up you know what else want to know shit i mean everything your whole life story what hospital were you born at what elementary school i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) pull out receipts motherfucker you really from seattle (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh well here's a random good question um what uh what's your makeup what's your background i'm black african-american through and through on both sides beautiful i'm saying like in this is a weird era where you know there's 23 and me people peeping that yeah but for me like uh to be a person of african descent for real um yeah it's a it's a it's a journey yeah you know what i'm saying especially based on like my organizing in that shit 100%. And, and, and i have a global perspective about it for real you know what i'm saying and, yeah and you can hear that and i put that into the music for real but what i'm really trying to do is live that out in my life for real um yeah. so I, I got a whole i got a whole perspective on it um but you know for a lack of a better term you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm I'm black for it. No, it's a beautiful thing to represent because I feel like a lot of obviously uh, white America has been made it very hard to speak up and be very, you know, um, out and, 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 you know, loud and proud about being whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even just have to be black or anything like that, you know, Mm -hmm. trans rights and shit like that too. Like now is the time to really speak up and and showcase those cultures and where people come from and shit. And I just, you know, a lot of the shit makes me cringe in, you know, white America. So, um, I love talking to people like yourself that represent, and oh, yeah. and speak on it and and show what you know how fucked up history has been in the past and not showcasing the talents and the accomplishments and, and the achievements and yeah. you know even today yeah. honestly mm-hmm. and that's you know why i sit down and have these kind of conversations yeah. and talk about it because i think it is so supremely important um especially because a lot of what i've consumed my whole entire life mm-hmm. has been in black culture and oh, in yeah. you know a lot of other um you know a lot of spanish culture and a lot of you know native, even native Americans, indigenous people around here, you know what I mean? uh, And like I was saying, you know, I was lucky enough to have those people that exposed me to it from a very early age. So I fuck with everything from around the globe, no matter where you're at, you know what I mean? I just want people to represent their community and their culture to the best that they possibly can in an authentic way. And so uh, I fucking rock with you and I'm so happy that you could come (laughs) and chop it up and talk with me about it because this has been fucking wonderful. So. We out in Queen Anne. Yeah. Yes. yes. On Earth. 
Yes. Uh, you know, that's kind of cool. Sometimes when I'm here, you know, I can see the water from here. I can see the boats. Mm. A lot of the times I'll see a boat, a plane, a train and a car from right outside my window. And yeah. Yeah. And it's just like a, it's a reminder a lot of the times about a lot of the different elements of of the world. And, Mm. you know, and sometimes Mm. it makes me feel really small. And you it's know, probably good sometimes. Hundred you know percent, yeah. Sometimes you feel small to the. Yeah. Also know that. Yeah, yeah. I hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, any last thoughts that growth. you have? Um. If you ain't pulling up to the Capitol Hill block party, you know, yeah. look out for me at the Madaraka Festival. It's gonna okay. be on the pier. Yeah. On um, August fourteenth, uh, August fourteenth. Amazing. To it. Um, and some more coming. Yeah. Absolutely. Just stay tuned. Follow. 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 Uh, his socials are really yeah, easy. I'll be, like, be kind of like active on. I'm not really like into the social media, so I'll be on as you like this. Yeah. For real, you know. But Still, make sure you bookmark his Bandcamp page because you can go find his music there and support. Or him. yeah, listen to Soa Phase Three. Yeah, for you know real, for Book real, real. Street. Yes, uh, and you know just literally come out and hang out in the streets because you can find him around at a lot of different events and a lot of different places if you just actually get out into the streets <laughs> and go to places so um you know <laughs> like anyways <that>. she said it <laughs> i'm just saying you got to get up get out and go do something right. um you know don't let the days of your life pass by that's right that's right so i'm telling yes. y'all now get up get out go do something um i spend all of my days trying to get high but i at least go somewhere to get high (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i appreciate y'all for tapping in and watching blunt talk again this week um i will be back next week um with uh it'll probably just be me myself and i honestly because next week is capitol hill block party so i got a busy ass weekend um all next Mm -hmm. weekend so i'm probably just gonna smoke a blunt and chop it up uh recap friday um since i'll be streaming next saturday um and then i'm gonna go hit block party all weekend so you can tune into uh respect my region socials i'm gonna be posting a bunch of videos a bunch of shit i'm gonna try and interview a few people while i'm out there too um and see what i can make happen um so yeah and if you're there holler at me i'm gonna be around all fucking weekend so um you know down 15 uh, at barbosa pull up yeah, uh, I will be there okay. in the crowd. So come rock with me. I'm going to be vibing out um, and doing my non obsessive, compulsive, crazy uh, crowd behavior. <laughs> <laughs> it made no sense to me, but that's okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so tune in next week. It'll be me Early chopping it up. Me. Um, and yeah, Coin um, so holler at all of them, honestly, because he Love. runs with a bunch of talented people as well as the himself. Whole crew. So CLG. Everybody. Street. That's right. Um, so all yeah. Back. All that. <laughs> Thank y'all, and we will uh, see you later.